0: Back here on the Saturday Morning Sports Medicine Weekly, our website is sportsmedicineweekly.com. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Greg Nicholson filling in this week for Dr. Brian Cole. Dr. Nicholson is one of Dr. Cole's partners at Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. He is a shoulder elbow specialist and sports medicine specialist as well, one of the team physicians for the Chicago Bulls and the Chicago White Sox. Dr. Nicholson. Question for you have you gone on any diets lately or
1: in the past uh, few years uh embarrassingly no Steve uh I have never really ne- felt like I needed one uh, I, my wife would probably disagree with that uh, <laughs> but i uh I've been maybe my metabolism i'm lucky i don't I don't need to do that, but I have not uh, done any of the diets that uh tend to come and go a little bit, but I think uh, uh there are tremendous benefits. Uh, to being on a good nutrition plan, and 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 my wife thankfully keeps me healthy with uh, good eating.
0: You're like Dr. Cole, pretty healthy eater.
1: Yes, I think so.
0: That's good. That's good. I'm trying to learn from you guys, you know. I've learned a lot in this show. I really have. And this is one of the people we're about to bring on who I've learned probably the most from, changing my diet and doing a great cleanse and things. Karen Malkin is with us from Northbrook, Illinois. She is a certified integrative health coach and eating psychology coach. And Karen, uh, thanks for joining us once again here on Sports Medicine Weekly. I can always Doc, to a Whole hour. I could do a whole show with Karen. I've always got tons and tons of questions, but today we're going to talk about ketogenic diets. And uh, Karen, as you uh, come on, tell us what a ketogenic diet is and how does it work?
2: Good morning. Thank you. Yeah, the, the ketogenic diets have become so popular. And this diet was developed in the 1920s originally for the treatment of epilepsy to stop seizures and to prevent kids from starving and so it's a four to one ratio of fat four grams of fat to one gram of everything else which includes carbs protein alcohol so 90 percent of the calories come from fat and there's no one exact ketogenic diet there's i I can name a few but the the diets the diet's high in fat it's low in carbs around 20 to 50 grams of carbs per day with a moderate amount of protein and what happens is the body and the brain uses carbohydrates as its primary source of energy and about 70 percent of your brain can live on ketones instead of carbs and so when when you're not eating carbs or in the absence of carbs your body breaks down fat it produces ketone bodies as these byproducts and you can measure these ketone bodies through like a blood test or a breath test or urine, and it kind of mimics the fasting state, state, and that's why it's very popular right now for weight loss.
0: So, Karen, uh, tell me if this is true. It kind of forces the body into a fat-burning state?
2: Yes, because your body is now burning fat for fuel instead of carbs for fuel. So as long as you've got some fat on your body, you're going to be burning that fat
0: and Dr. Nicholson Dr. Cole's talked about that we we've talked about that in 8 years of doing this show you know and I tell my kids I got two boys 14 and 11 and uh, special the 14 year old travel hockey, and, you know, they both play a lot of travel sports, but um, he's really into the diet thing now and, and watching what he eats. And I said, you know what? you got to eat breakfast in the morning before you go to hockey practice or whatever and make your system burn that fuel. You know, it's like a furnace, as Dr. Cole always says. So is that, that kind of what you uh, ascribe to as well?
1: Absolutely. You know, you've got to get uh, – we're, we're an engine, and you have to fuel it correctly. And I think what Karen's talking about here with a ketogenic diet – we're trying to get the body to use differing uh, compounds as, as the fuel source, i.e. the fat. Uh, you know, there are high-carbohydrate diets, there are low-carbs, high-protein, now the ketogenic. I think this, Karen, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is where people want to try to burn fat and lose weight. It, w- it wouldn't be something that you were going to do, per se, if you're trying to pack on muscle and train for a, uh, a marathon or get ready for a football season, would you?
2: Well, it typically doesn't put on weight um, unless you're really doing a lot, a lot of protein, in which case, in excess of your body, it's going to be stored in your adipose tissue and your fat. But, you know, athletes do experiment, and sometimes athletes will cycle um, between a ketogenic diet and then times where they're eating more carbohydrates. Sometimes athletes will take ketone supplements. Um, bodybuilders will experiment with the ketogenic diet because when you're in ketosis, you know if you have a you have an unlimited fuel source as long as you have fat on your body.
0: Visiting with Karen Malkin, certified integrative health coach eating psychology coach, talking about ketogenic diets. Karen, my next question is, all right, what can we eat? You know you talk about uh, uh, uh... A ratio right here, Uh, don't count calories, burning fats instead of burning carbs. So that doesn't mean go out and have a donut and a big slice of uh, pepperoni pizza, right?
2: Correct. I mean, you're really, you know, if you're only having 20 to 50 grams of carbs, that is not a lot of carbohydrates. And so it's primarily vegetables and proteins and fat, moderate amount of protein and a lot of fat.
0: And what is the good fat? What kind of fat should we be eating when you're talking about eating the fat?
2: Oh, healthy fats would be olive oil, a good, healthy, heart-healthy monounsaturated fat, olive oil, avocado oil would be healthy, coconut oil, some MCT oil, a little bit of butter, nuts and seeds, almond butter, you know, cashew cream. Those would all be some healthy fat.
0: What about sure. some of your beef and uh, and fish uh, that you're suggesting? Yeah.
2: You can have beef and you can have wild fish, wild salmon has a lot of um, healthy fats in there, anti-inflammatory fats.
0: Again, Karen Malkin, our guest here on Sports Medicine Weekly, Steve Cashel with Dr. Greg Nicholson. Dr. Greg sitting in this week for Dr. Brian Cole. That was my next question, Karen. Who should not be experiencing with the ketogenic diet?
2: So, um, the ketogenic diet is is very high in fat. So. First, people with diabetes have to be aware of getting into this diabetic ketoacidosis state, which can turn the blood acidic if the ketones are too high, which would be really dangerous. Um, It's also very high in fat, and so some of the contraindications would be people with rare fat disorders, pregnancy, breastfeeding, because it mimics this fasting state. Pregnant people wouldn't want to be doing this, right? And there's also potentially with an increase in pancreatitis because of all the fats, it could increase your triglycerides. I, don't, I haven't read of any of these studies, but theoretically I, I think this could happen. Um, and there's also a, an increase in the prevalence of kidney stones because of all, because of all the proteins. So this, this diet also um, does not provide enough nutrients from foods, and so I would recommend somebody on a ketogenic diet take a multivitamin, a calcium with vitamin D, and also some electrolytes sodium, potassium, magnesium because the diet is very dehydrating and so for an athlete you have to be really concerned imagine training and and, you know season now for football it robs your body of electrolytes through the urine and so you have to be really careful.
0: And You know Doc um, you and I were talking before the show and bring Karen in on this as well talking about um, some studies have been done and even athletes uh, the lack of vitamin D Right. Yeah. And I want to ask Karen, how do we pick up the vitamin D? But I want you to elaborate first on that.
1: Yeah, uh, there was a study where uh, in one of the pro sports teams, Karen, the the these are young, you know, aggressive, uh, well-fed uh, uh, athletes. And their their vitamin D level was quite low, uh, almost across the board. Um, and I don't think it's something we think about all that much, but it, it has tremendous uh, overall effects on body physiology and muscle uh, physiology, does it not?
2: It really does, because vitamin the best source of vitamin D is through the sun. And so you want to expose a large piece of skin to the sun without sunscreen for 20 minutes, and you could absorb 10,000 IUs of, of vitamin D, and, wow. and it's fat-soluble so your body can hold on to it. So, um, you know, 20 minutes is all you really need, and most of us are deficient because we spend so much time indoors and just, you know, if you're in Chicago where, where you live. But it's, you know, there's a lot of correlations with low vitamin D and so many um, conditions. How do we, so we take, think, what do
0: we do in the winter then, Karen? We really can't get the sunshine.
2: I take vitamin, you take, supplement with vitamin D, but first get your vitamin D tested because it's fat-soluble and it's not water-soluble, so water-soluble vitamins you're going to excrete through urine, fat-soluble vitamins you're going to hold on to. So you could be toxic in vitamin D if you're taking too much. So, you know, most practitioners recommend between 1,000 and 2,000 IUs a day. If you're deficient, like in the teens and 20s, sometimes your practitioner might recommend 5,000 IUs a day. Sometimes they'll give you a shot of 20,000 or 50,000 and then supplement with maybe 5,000 for a while and then back it down to like 2,000 a day. So it really depends. You really need to get your vitamin D level tested.
0: Final question, uh, best foods for vitamin D?
2: Tofu Well, dairy contains vitamin D with, with calcium and tofu has some vitamin D. But there's not, there's not a lot of foods that really contain vitamin D. So usually it's vitamin D-fortified foods that you'll see.
0: And get out in the sun. Yeah. That's interesting. Calcium
2: enriched with, you know, orange juice and rich with vitamin D. But, yeah, get out in the sun.
0: Fantastic. Karen, out of time. Thanks so much for uh, joining us here. Wonderful stuff, as always, uh, from you. And, again, KarenMulkin.com, K a r e n m a l KIN.com is the website, a certified integrative health coach and lifestyle practitioner and our eating psychology teacher. Appreciate you joining us.
1: Thank you. Thanks, Karen. We're back with
0: more of Sports Medicine Weekly. Stay with us. You're listening to 670, The Score.